all have dreams, big and small, that create a life in our minds different than our reality. All the while, we watch others seemingly make it happen. I'm Rachel Denson, a farm girl turned mortgage guru, moonlighting as your self-help cheerleader. Together, we'll pull back the curtain with intentional conversations and discover how you get there. Okay, Anna, welcome back to How You Get There. I'm so excited. I knew in my heart that we would need to spend more than an hour together, but it's okay. This one's going to be a little bit of a shorter episode probably to wrap us up, but I wanted us to not not cut ourselves short either. So, well, Anna, we've talked a lot about some heavy stuff. We're going to Make switch a vibe, and we're going to talk about some of my standard how you get there segments. Okay, so first up is release or recommit. We're going to talk about something that we have either chosen to release or recommit to. So we all carry around preconceived notions of what we should be doing, how we should be measuring ourselves, you know, obligated tasks, different things. And I am trying to develop the self-confidence back to confidence and just personal take personal inventory of what is really gonna I'm, I'm tired of saying things and not doing them like I want my words to align with my actions and so some of that is not just trying to force myself to actually act but just force myself to take something off my list, you know, because I want the two to match. And so sometimes it's releasing something on my list or it's recommitting to an action. This week, (laughs) I want you to go first and tell me what you want to release or if you're going to recommit to something. Well, you've actually caught me at a perfect time because it's middle of December and be honest, I don't have any Christmas decorations up and that's okay. I released that at the beginning of this month. It will come if it's going to come. And by that, I mean my motivation to get into the depths of our storage. I'm releasing that need for like syncing up with the rest of the nation. I have a a jealousy of like, you know, stockings are hung and lights are out. Right. But it literally, it, it can't have space because I'm trying to figure out what shifts I'm covering, where else I need to be you know, in the navigation of professionalism on my own brand, what my next 2024, I would rather focus all into 2024 than that night of Christmas. Well, and if you're dreading it back and this is, that's perfect for the segment. Yeah. Cause there's a preconceived notion of like, Oh, it's December 8th. Well, you just need to buck up and get on it. And it's like, no, you don't. Does it make it any less Christmas? Um, and you know, Jesus is the reason for the season. And um, that does not require Christmas lights. And if and if that day were to come, even tomorrow, I would be fully committed in that moment. Oh, I got the Christmas spirit and the time. Yeah. The time is key for me. I want the whole day. You know, I want the movies on, the hot chocolate. You want it to be a whole experience and not, I love, me too. That's it. And I... I was able to carve that out for myself and like make it happen, but I'm the same way now. And I will say I heard somebody and I know that they didn't mean it in a bad way, but they were joking about like, okay, well you got another week to get it up or it's not worth it. And it's like, says who says who like, even if you get it up on the 20th, if it gives you joy for, and who says you have to take it down by December 30th, nobody, no one. Exactly. 
Exactly. So release that. that. Release that and recommitting to... Oh, we're doing two. I love it. I'm going to do both because I think both of those are just as valuable. I'm constantly recommitting to my health, to my physical health. And it, it looks as simple as if I have the intention to run on a Monday and I don't get to that run till Wednesday night, there's almost a, I've let myself down. And that, that feeling is quick to make sure you're not committed, but I have to make the choice to recommit. I'm still committed to this run. Like I would have been Monday morning. Sorry. I let it slip by, but we're going to do double time now. And that is a conscious choice. And it's not always running. It's the same as meal prep or just saying, yeah, not being like, Oh, forget it. I didn't get it done on Monday. So whatever. I'm I'm a, I'm a girl that can slide into a pit pretty fast, right? I, Me I'm too. On highs of highs and then lows of lows, and staying right in the middle. It's the same, you know, physical health for me. I want it always in the middle. I don't need to be a super athlete. I don't need to be lethargic and fatigued. I just need to be a body in motion, staying in motion. Yeah, yeah, and easier said than done for sure. But I love that. Well, and that's what. It's, I've packed my gym bag now, so it's been a weird week for me. And if there's one thing I've realized, it's that I need to try, try to make Monday be as idealistic as possible because it feeds into the rest of my week. Like, I worked out on Monday. I missed Tuesday for Christmas because that's what I was like. I've got, I need an evening to put up my Christmas stuff, like decorate my Christmas tree. So I knew consciously knew, and like I've done some yoga, like I've done some different things, but Monday I got to the gym. I had a good run. And honestly, I am at peace with the fact that I haven't had a good run since. And now Mm. we're to Friday, but you know, so it's not always a guarantee that what I do on Monday ends up feeding through the rest of my week. But like another thing I've not done all week, and I know it's because I started, it's stopped on Monday or really stopped on Friday. Like I love my personal brand online and social media. I love connecting with people that way. And the best way to connect with people is by putting, like you said, just, okay, this is, oh my goodness, I'm having a moment. So in our last episode, you mentioned your earrings. Yes. I feel like for me in this season, Instagram stories and being on Instagram are my earrings. Yes. It's like it brings up topics to talk about in person, like people mention it to me or like people want to talk back because somebody's got to start the conversation and I'm the good, I'm always willing to do it and yeah. you control what you can control. And so on Monday, I never got around to like posting about my day on Instagram. And it was cause like I wasn't doing anything. Like it wasn't a lot to post about. And I had a moment of inspiration about a video I wanted to make after I ran about things I learned during my run. And then I got lazy and I didn't do it, but um, it hit me that it's like, well, I started Monday and I didn't ever post a video or like get in the habit of like basically, you know, doing a little self diary on my stories. So here we are Friday. I've hardly posted on my stories all week. And so, but it is, it's a try not to be a yo-yo. And I think trusting that you're going to have more runs on the same or different treadmills and you're going to have new and better ideas. You have a list of ideas after that run one 
you're just going to have more and more and more. Well, and there's one like, you know, I put it, I have a document called podcast brained up. And one of the things I learned in my run was about the confidence as a skill. So I've already been able to let that be something else. But well, my, I've got, I'll give you a release and recommit. Um, so my recommit is going back to pursuing the best sleep possible. I've gotten really apathetic about what my habits around my sleep and sleep is another thing that you have to train on. You don't just like lay down and get a good night's sleep and things like that. So I was for a while, like really trying to experiment with things on my sleep or stick with good habits about like not doing too much TV or like always using my Calm app that I love because like I love the sleep stories on there. And I think this is where I can tell. So for listeners that don't know, my husband Chad travels a lot right now for work. Like he's gone more than he's here. And so I can tell though, but he was here for three weeks. And I can tell that I would not say like I, I don't feel like I struggle with depression but I do feel like I see depression like indicators or tells maybe that I'm like a little bit down that he's not here because I almost just can't even like, I know what works with my, like I, uh, through my pursuit of experiments so far, I know what works with my sleep. And like, part of that is like always turn, like if I can't go to bed or if I'm not sleepy, turning on my calm app, listening to my sleep story, not like, not hoping I finally get sleepy enough to doze off with the TV on, which, cause that's what I do when Chad's here and it, it works. It's just, it, it's crazy how him being here and not being here, one of the biggest things that it impacts me is my sleep. Because I'll notice that I'm like still up by 1030. I'm like, I probably could have been asleep by now if I tried. But I will. It also, when I had the worst anxiety of my life, it came out in my sleep. Mm. I couldn't sleep. My mind would spiral. It would, I would go I would, like I said, I would be at the height of my anxiety would be trying to go to bed and having like total, like rolling into panic attacks. Um, and it was when I was first in mortgage and it was, we were, it was COVID. So I'm sure there was like a base layer of stress there of just like the world and everything. But I started in mortgage in December of 2019 and then ended up originating helping people with loans during a refinance boom and an interest rate boom. So I had more business than I ever would have had naturally if I would have started my career during, especially like this time we're living in now. Right. So I was getting more business that I could even say grace over was doing, helping people through the loan process with like longer underwriting turn times. And they're basically the people that tell you for sure, like, okay, you're, you know, pre you're approved for this loan contingent on this, this, and this, whatever. So though that was taking weeks sometimes and it, where it usually right now takes days. And yeah. I just felt like the weight of the world was on my shoulders of like, not only do I don't want to mess up somebody getting this house, like that they've bought, they're buying this house and selling theirs or whatever. 
on the assumption that I've told them the truth that they can actually get a loan. And then like that, it was taking weeks for us to get an answer from the actual person that gives you an answer. Mm -hmm. I was, you know, carrying that stress for them, but also selfishly for me about this is my new career. If I screw these loans up and pe people know they can't depend on my word, like my word is my brand is my, like everything that relies on this. Yeah. It was a lot. And it, so, and I think I could still probably carry some trauma from sleep being such a, so that probably is a trigger that I want to avoid. So it's like, well, if I just roll into sleep, then I know I'm not going to lay there with my eyes closed and have an anxiety attack. Right. Your mind is double timing in that trying to balance because it has the trauma. Of, yes. It's like, are you going to lay down and start balancing Doing your this again? now, you know? Mm -hmm. Wow. So yeah. I've got to recommit to making it a routine and not a feeling like every night I turn on like after an episode of like my Hallmark show, which is already like low grade or like my vet TV show. Like I already watch like, you know, my comfort shows of like no stress on the system shows. But after an episode of those, I turn on my call map like this, this week. And I know this already, Anna, because for a while I was watching vampire diaries and I got sucked in and I would like not be able to go to sleep. Cause like, I was like, this is just so like every episode mm -hmm. people are dying. Mm -hmm. Like I've never watched vampire diaries before, so I don't know what's going to happen. And so I'm like so stressed. Well, Anna, it's almost like I was punishing my Myself this week. It was like I was kind of like down already, like lonely, whatever. So I turned on Vampire Diaries and it's like, Rachel, you know, when you watch this in bed, it's going to be midnight before you know it because your system is in overdrive thinking about the show. So, duh, you're not getting tired. Right. Exactly. So I got it. I'm recommitting to that and what it does for the rest of my life because that's another like good sleep is a cornerstone and your overall health mental, physical, emotional, all the things. I want to recommend, I don't think I have any place to recommend anything, but I'm <laughs> going do. to. Let's hear it. I want to recommend for this recommitting to your sleep to add gratitude when you wake up. Okay. Specifically to yourself for the sleep. Do you think I should add it before I go to bed though? No. No? I think after. Thank you for, and, not, and it's not a prayer specifically to the well, Lord I'm a or prayer. Jesus. I'm, I'm praying. I, you can apply that to me. Cause I'll exactly. You say, thank you so much for getting me rest. from the uneasiness of, mm -hmm. are we going to make it to all the way to waking up? And you even have it for the moments you don't feel rested. Yep. Oh my gosh. I'm still so tired. Thank you for trying. And we're going to try again tonight because yep. sleep is a guarantee. It's not like, you know, you have to have it every night. If you don't, mm -hmm. then you're going to be sick. Like truly. Anna, I feel like you can tell that like people are probably some, like if you're a parent, I think listening to this, people are probably laughing at us though, because I, that's one of the biggest things that scares me about parenthood is like sleep is not guaranteed. Did you know that? It has to be guaranteed for our and, human body. <laughs> but like that is not like can you, I can't rap, but I know people like my friend Nina was telling me like her kid, like she is a newborn. She just cried all night long till 5 a.m. Sleep through the crying. No, I, I hear you. And that is, I mean, that literally <laughs> shows, it literally shows 
the lane I'm in, at Our least, ignorance. and I know you're like, oh yeah, yeah, it's like, okay, so maybe including the gratitude. Thanks for getting me from sleep from you know from rest till now, and if it ever changes, I'm sorry, and I'm looking forward to getting what I can. Right? Okay. If it's not this, <laughs> yes. Well. I think, though, that it goes back to, like, I'm in a season where I hope motherhood is, like, not totally too far off. So I'm thinking, like, if I can't get these good habits figured out now when I need it the most... That's going to be the, that's the last time when you're thinking like, oh, let me try this new thing. It's like, no, you're just in survival mode. So yeah. 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 Okay. I'm going to start doing that. So then my release, which this is so funny because you said that you didn't even, I don't know if you wrote, knew I wrote this down, but you said it in the last episode that, cause you said something about write it down. And I was like, I put it somewhere else. And you said, Oh, that shows what a paper person I am. Yeah. I, one of the things I've said is I'm releasing myself from the paper planner and the paper plans because I loved a paper planner for the longest time. Like it was my ride or die through college, especially. And I still keep like a desk calendar with my big things on there, but I, have a too fluid of a schedule that for a long time, I like last year, I bought a paper planner and was like, I'm going to use this again, blah, blah, blah. Like we're out of COVID. I've got more like work-life balance stuff. Cause you know, for a couple of years, like all I was doing was like, there was nothing to write down a paper planner. And then I was thinking like, okay, new job with my career switch, the, oh, like for a little over a year now, I've had the opportunity to like be more involved outside of Murray for real estate. So like I've got like, I'm on three different board of realtors or I think even more than that now. But anyway, so I'm like here and there on all different things. I thought, okay, I'm going to use this. I'm going to buy. So it's, this will be the first year I think that I've not bought one and even given myself the expectation that I'm going to use it. Because at this point, I love my Outlook calendar. I can have it on my phone. I can have it on my computer. Like it is always right there with me and I'm not having to carry around one more thing. And then also like I love writing down notes like in the moment. Like I still have a notebook of especially like you talked about business planning and like planning for 2024. I'm in the same boat. Like I'm giving that so much energy, but it is almost like just a scrap piece of paper kind of stuff that I love to go back and like I have really fleshed out so much stuff on Google Docs. And once again, I have it on my computer. I have it on my phone. Like it can be everywhere. And so I love paper, but I'm releasing feeling obligated that like paper is my chosen medium because it's not. Yeah. Yeah. Paper will always be mine, but I really respect an internet organized girl, you know, because why would we have thousands of dollars worth of devices if we're not going to use them for right. our efficiency, you know? Right. So you're, I really hope that works out. And I, I was, I'm honestly jealous of that release because the need I have of like, where's my planner? What for? Why are you so nervous to not have your planner? You know, but it's that safety blanket of I can check 
check it twice. It's literally like Christmas time. Like, I'm making a list. I'm checking it twice. Well, you and know? every day I keep a paper list. Like I said, I mean, there's definitely so much paper in my life still. Yes. But like you I can said, understand you're in the scrap paper world. Well, yes, I am. I'm in a, I just need a blank piece to like get out of my head and down, get something down. And then immediately, like when I have a moment, get it organized in my little digital go. system. So, yeah. Okay, Rachel, word of the year. Yeah, Rachel. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so we're going to move on to self-care tip of the week. Awesome. Self-care, I like to talk about this in a big sense. We're going to share something practical, whimsical, one time, all the time. Mm -hmm. Self-care, mm -hmm. micro self-care, it, it can be whatever you make it. And so I'm going to go first so you can know what I'm kind of getting at. And then, oh, you'll go. I, you were just so on top of it. Anna has taken my Google Doc and made her edits. I love it. You're the best. I do. I do. I love it. Okay, so my self-care tip of the week is from a personally learned experience. Actually, I have, I, have I have two buying tips. Or I have a part A and a B. Because it'll be one tip. And it's all about buying. So part A is... If you are struggling to decide if you want to buy something and you first off with the financial caveat that, you know, it wouldn't be totally it's not financially irresponsible for you to do this. Like you are not using money that should be for something else, but it's like uh, it's a splurge. And you know it's a splurge, even if it's a splurge that you can afford. So this is assuming it's a splurge you can afford. But think to yourself. If I don't buy it now, I could never buy it again. How would I feel? And then let that help you impact your choice on if you really want to buy it or not. Because for me, I rant. And this is where I'm going to be vulnerable on how you get there. Because I'm pretty private when it comes to finances, but I, I talk out of both sides of my mouth because I say that, but then I also am like, why are we so weird about money? Um, and that's like a whole nother how you get their podcast episode that we're going to get to. But I, when Chad and I were on vacation to Jamaica this summer, we go to an all-inclusive resort, Sandals. Shout out Sandals. I love Sandals. Not sponsored by Sandals, but would definitely not be mad about it. Anyways, so they have jewelry stores. And every time, like, you're just moseying around, you know, like, not got a care in the world. Uh, we like to just, like, mosey around and go in there just for funsies. And usually, like, we've been to Sandals multiple times. And I've never been, like, felt desire to actually buy jewelry on vacation. If anything, I've mocked people that I'm like, why do they even have this here? Like this so right. right. Well, I'm very picky when it comes to jewelry, but I may like, I have my cardinal pieces person. So I know if I invest in something, it's going to be a piece for the long haul. So I, and I've never been able to really commit to, I don't, I'm over the, I'm over the smartwatches. So, but since then, I've not been able to commit to a standard watch. Watch and watch mm. is a piece of jewelry. Well, I found this Gucci watch that is beautiful, but it was it was a splurge for sure. It was twelve hundred dollars, mm -hmm. and I just could not. I was like, we don't need to do that. You know, no, 
I'm already on vacation. The last thing I need, I really, you know, is to be getting a watch. Or is it? And, but since then, like I've realized Gucci does not even sell them anymore on their website. Now they are online at some department stores and stuff, but for a moment, the, like a brief period before I realized the ladder that they're at department stores, I thought I, sh I love it. I can't get over it. I can't find anything else I like. Like if I would have just bought it, then I would have had it for half the year, loved it, taken care of it enjoyed it and would not have this huge regret that I didn't buck up because like, clearly I'm eventually going to spend it. And now mm -hmm. I'm owning that. Cause I'm like, I mean, I could, I'm thinking about it. Yes. Right. Yes. Right. So I think if I would have asked myself in that moment, maybe it would have helped me get off the ledge. Part B is of the same tune. If you find something that you need, that you know, it's not a need, the need is not going away. Make a point to invest in it. If it, in, when it can be utilized um, more than once, like this came from earlier this week, I spent 40 minutes trying to pick out my outfit, which is, was a resolution of mine was to get plan my week outfits in advance. And I think this is why, you know, Rachel writing her 23 for 23 list wrote this down because I waste so much time in my closet trying to make something decision first thing in the morning. So I still want to like, that just affirms that needs to happen. But I, I don't have black shoes, Anna. Don't have black winter shoes. Only winter, only black shoes I have show my toes or their boots, their booties. Mm -hmm. So what did I do? I logged on to good old Amazon and I found like $30 loafers because I'm like, I would have wasted all of this time this morning if I could have just had some black shoes because I picked out an outfit that needed black shoes and I then it, I just was trying to make it work. I'm like, nope, I have nothing. So, and I'm proud of myself that I didn't because I could have him all around and said, I, I'll do that next time. But no, because it's still going to be a problem next time. And now it won't be because I did it. So that's my self-care tip about really try to know yourself better while you're, I guess, buying. And I wonder if any listeners are like, self-care, how is planning your outfit self-care i'll tell you how it's self-care because when you're in the moment and you're at minute 30 and you are spiraling in not only anger but in disheartenment like you're like i don't even have do i even have clothes at all you kind of go blind i just get mad at myself because i i'm yeah. the, like i'm like i have so many things and i've wasted my time and i'm somebody and i know you know this about me that i am regimented when it comes to my schedule hour by hour in the day yes. like i mean i know and this week has been an anomaly and i can tell that i haven't done my schedule because i felt like a ping or a what is the the ball in the pinball a pinball, a pinball, ball on the pinball ping machine. Pong ball, all yeah, of them. all of them. All the balls. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Bouncing around, popping from one place to another. I swear, oh but self care, gosh, self care yes. is really just about how you're being a more consistent version of yourself. Yes. How are you going to show up and make sure you're doing your best? Mm -hmm. And clothes for us girls specifically, I know it speaks volumes. It, yeah. it literally represents who we are I think for anybody that doesn't have a uniform. I mean, I completely agree, yes. but it's like, you know, my husband, Chad, he is the, like one of the most like 
in theory, setting some people that he doesn't care about what he wears, but right. yet he does this, like he does this too. When like, he doesn't have clean clothes, like whatever, like it is self care really even wherever you fall on the fashion scale. Absolutely. So, well, what you got, Anna, what's your self care tip? Well, you know, Self-care looks a little different when you're trying to figure out what you're doing for work. <laughs> no. Um, I think this season has brought forth a lot of fun hobby reminders, mm -hmm. you know, and I think self-care for me starts in a journal, starts in the planner, starts in the, where do I want to be at the end of the week? It also looks like a little bit of online shopping. And I love your tips of just really be conscious about, where you'll be without it, where you'll be with the money if you don't, you know, spend it. Mm -hmm. But for some reason, I always come back to movement, um, water intake, food mm -hmm. intake. Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Truly. Truly. Sometimes I sacrifice relationships in order to make sure I'm moving enough and I feel bad. Just like, oh, I can't do lunch. I do have to go work out and it's but only hour. You, I'm so proud of you for that. Yeah, it's I'm hard. So it, it Being is. a friend's friend. You know, I, I only want to be of the family and friends in my area. But probably my self-care most consistently practice. I'm not really quick on the tip front, but making sure I don't, I honestly don't care how much stuff I have in my car, right? So being in Purrier, I'll go to Murray for the day. Oh, I'm going to do if I have a water and an extra cup of ice and a coffee and two snacks and a book to read in the car while I wait for the next, you know, errand or whatnot, I don't, I want that. I, I need what I need and I don't care what it takes. If I'm I so take proud of you for that. 10 trips into the house, right? Okay. I'm about to yeah. go, oh, I forgot something else. There's a piece of me that feels embarrassed to go back in the house and grab it. Oh, I'm running late already. I'm going to need that in an hour. And that is what's going to help me stay balanced in whatever I'm doing that day. And so always have, I mean, it, technically if I had a Mary Poppins bag, okay, we'd be good to go. <laughs> right. Like lean into the fact that like your necessities are not three things. Your necessities exactly. are 15 yeah. and yeah. like, yeah. that's okay. I love that. I love that. Thank you. Yeah, I it's a hard practice when I'm cleaning up the car after the day of errands, right? Oh, I didn't even need this. Why did I tell myself? No, it felt good to read in the car. It felt good to have a hot cup of coffee. It mm -hmm. felt good to enjoy a snack and not have to go spend to $8. Station. Exactly. Yeah. I already have this stuff. I'm conscientious to buy at Sam's Club. Why would I not, you know, exactly. keep it on deck? I love that. I'm so proud of you. And it's so funny that I feel like we are walking parallel because recently yes. – I have gotten bougie when it comes to my gym experience. So like I have a gym, so I bought a gym bag specifically for the gym. Cause before I would like use one of my, like, it's like the free bags that they give you that are just like a yes. little grocery tote. A tote, exactly. Yeah. It's like taller and not wide. So like you kind of have to like stack stuff and then pull everything out and dig yeah. down in there. So I thought, nope, I'm going to get a gym bag. I got a lock because Planet Fitness has came to Murray, y'all. It's awesome. Woo -woo. <laughs> Woo -woo. <laughs> Anyways, but they have like, they don't have you know, lockers you can like have long term, which I'm good. Like mm -hmm. I've never, I've never been a gym locker person. 
I'm like, oh, I don't need to bring that too much. Like, I don't need that much stuff. I don't need a gym walk or whatever. I'll carry and, anything I have around with right, me. Or right. like, I'm not worried about my stuff, whatever. And no, because the one time I went without the lock, I was worried the whole time about, gosh, I've got like my AirPod case in there. Like, I like, I, you don't want to think the worst of people, but also I'm trying to remember like, in the world that we live in and like there are people in and out of that place all the time. So anyways, so I realized how much it was distracting me. So I bought a lock and then I put all of these gym towels that I've had in my linen closet forever from when I did orange theory. Cause it orange theory. And when I did orange theory, when I lived in Bloomington, Illinois, I would like sweat like a little piglet and we would be like, it was like a class and you had to move around in stations. And so it was so like it was the sweat towel was a game changer when you were moving from one place to the other and stuff. So I have those. So I put all of them in my gym bag. So when I wash them, they all go back in there. So I don't even have to remember to repack it with the gym bag. I bought an extra pot of my makeup melting balm. So when I'm ready, whether it's like on Monday, it was after my run before I got in the red light therapy. But then I figure some days I may decide I'm going to do it even before I run. So I'm not sweating through my face of makeup. So I have this whole experience now. And it's like, yeah, I'm somebody that walks into the gym with a whole gym bag. I've got to change. And oh, and I brought bring a third set of clothes. So I'll have the like the clothes in my body, right. my running clothes, and then clothes that I wear home because I live 30 minutes away. And I don't want to sit in my nasty clothes in my car. And I love, and you know, I've only, like I said, I only got there Monday and this has came full throttle just the week prior to. So Monday's the only time I've gotten to do this, but I'm like, I'm so glad I took the time to be this good to myself. Exactly. And your self-care is sitting ready, like ready to be checked in. Like, even if you don't get to it till next Monday or next Wednesday, it's like, You've prepared well, I'll tell you to what, set yourself up for success. I packed this gym bag every dang day. Like try and so I knew if I had a minute to squeeze in to go to the gym, I was ready. Exactly. Now like I said, I made different priorities and didn't get there. But I'm every day I'm like, you know what? I've got it ready. It was a peace of mind. It was never the fact that I wasn't prepared of right. why I didn't go. It was an intentional choice of like, okay, I only have time for this or that. So what am I gonna pick? <sighs> Love that. Okay, last one. It's called anyone or just me. I have all these thoughts that run through my mind during the day. And I'm like, I wonder if anybody else like expends energy one pondering these things reflecting these things and this is one that i like jot down on my podcast brain up to come back to him i want to ask people like have you ever given this any thought or is it just me and i want to hear from the listeners too so mine for this week is (laughs) i love words chad says that I, he makes fun of me when I like correct him on how he uses a word or the pronunciation mm-hmm. and he'll go, I like words <laughs> like I do. So quit making fun of me. But anyways, I love the dictionary fi- feature on Kindle. So I love to read and there have been words that I have no idea what it means. And I could probably use context clues to figure it out. Or it's like an adjective that doesn't necessarily like make me lose place in the story, but I press it and I read it and I like look how to use it in a sentence and 
it just makes me so happy. And so that's mine. Do you, do you, have you ever done that? Do you have a Kindle? I'm not a Kindle girl. We've been on pen and paper a lot. I'm just paper oh, yes. on books. You know, I love just, that's just my heart. That's but your jam. We have phones. And so I know I'm not often reading without my phone nearby. So I'm the exact same way. Often it doesn't throw me. If I'm in a zone or a flow, I can read through the un understood word. I'm just going to figure mm -hmm. it out later. But a lot of the time, if I can realize that it's probably more efficient to learn, especially if the author has that tone, they're going to use a word like that again, yeah. you know, or what have you. I'll, I'll do the quick look up because you can do the same in text. I can just type it in a text message and hit look up and the dictionary pops up. I so love that feature. That. So yes. you do I that to go, too. Exactly. I don't need to go to Safari for the, I'll just look it up within the messenger per se. But yes, I think research on that level gives your vocabulary for the future so much more success. You know, I saw a news article that they said that, and I had wrote this down and then saw this article, funny enough, that like the dictionary and Webster's dictionary has became like more popular since the internet has like put it online or since they put it online because, you know, people weren't necessarily going to buy a dictionary, but so many people use, like, you know, power at our fingertips to figure stuff out. So anyway, well, we're a society that thinks we unfortunately know a lot and the way we communicate via video or text messenger you know, you stay in your bubble and you don't think you need to research or look things up or dive deeper into knowledge. It's like Webster's is huge. Okay. We, there's no way we know every word in that, in that book. Okay. So you're going to need to take oh a gosh, step back, research a little bit and move back forward. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. I'm to the season of life where I know I'm using Webster's more than I'm using urban dictionary. I feel like through college, I was yes. like urban dictionary. <laughs> what is this in urban dictionary in college? You're like, I do not need to be at that party. I do not no, want to be there. <laughs> no. Or like what was on like those cards? What is that game? Any of the drinking games no, that have no, become the one, Is it card, Cards Against Humanity? Cards Against Humanity. Are those the ugly cards? All of I feel like every card game I've ever played other than <laughs> okay. spades is ugly. Okay. <laughs> okay, let's move on. Okay, Anna, wrap us up. Anyone or just me? Anyone or just me. I think that this is, a, I mean, this is what's been on my mind. I put a note in there last night. And yeah, I'm reading it right now. I think the one I want to bring up is I think so much about super young friendships. Mm -hmm. I think so much about not, I'm not saying more than I think about professionalism or my relationships no, now, yeah, I get you. but what kind of pops in randomly and maybe it has a little bit to do with gratitude who got me here, or maybe it has to do with amends or things. Okay. And in, mm -hmm. in the world of memory on other people, but I think a lot about where friendships ended how great they were. And I'm talking like your first sleepovers in life, yes. your first birthday parties, your first conflict, the things that truly form us. Uh, and I want to say specifically as young girls, because we're so shoulder to shoulder with peers. When you're in elementary and middle, you're in the same classes on the same path. Yep. Looking around, I couldn't tell you if any of my other peers from middle and elementary are in the same profession. But how is that true? We were all in the same classes. We were all shoulder to shoulder. We were all in the same clubs. It goes to our diversity. 
And that same diversity can probably be reflected on how they view the friendship or how they view how they were formed or how they view amends that need to be made. And so when I get maybe like, oh, no, I really wish I could have done things differently or whatever. The same can be said for anything. The same problem yes. being said towards. And so it's not a big deal. I all do you, that too, though. All you need to do is accept the the graciousness of the friendship in the first place and then continue to be better in the, in the relationships yes. now. Well, yeah. And it's like very easy to go down the slippery slope of like, oh, so, oh my goodness, I can't believe I did that. Or who was I yeah. then? Or yes, whatever. But I think that's, what's funny about TikTok and reels about stuff that we experienced in childhood that I will say like short form video has given a lot of people an outlet to talk about things that like they did in adolescence and you don't realize that it's so relatable until right. it like goes right. viral. Like right. all those girls making up like dances, like compared to yes. like the TikTok dances. Yes. And they, those make me like horse laugh every time because I, I never honestly thought that so many people were like me and my little friends, like doing that stuff until you see somebody post and they're like, Oh my gosh, this is exactly like, it could have been us. And so I everyone has been choreographed with their four or five friends by a friend's older but, sibling. Yes, everyone has been in someone's living room being like, Haley, can you come in here and choreograph us please? <laughs> Oh my gosh, Anna, it was so good to have you on the podcast. I'm just so grateful for you. you. Yeah, I have, I have a great feeling that this is going to do so much for so many in the sense of, if anything, just pure leisure, fun to listen to. You're a great light in this community and I really appreciate you. <sighs> Thank you, Anna. Thank you. And I, I want to lead with that and remember that through this whole um, experience that if anything, I am loving doing it. And Absolutely. if there's any measure beyond, you know, no measure beyond that should matter. It really shouldn't. And I hope it does more. But at the end of the day, I am loving this journey. I'm so very proud of myself mm -hmm. for getting past the obstacles thus far and having the grit to know that I'm in this now and I'm going to get past the obstacles in the future. And then if, if, if a season comes to let this go, like we talked about earlier, that I'm going to be thankful for the time I had and just graciously know that whatever is ahead is not going to be failure, whatever that looks like, whether it's millions of streams or whether I decide whether, you know, this time next year, I'm not recording. I'm going to be good with it. You know, book club in 2020, book club in 2020 was, I think a breath of fresh air in a pandemic. And it, I don't think I would have said in that moment, it changed my life. But I think looking back, it was a huge cornerstone of the direction I was going to take as professional. And I know it's the same for so many in that group. If anything, it gave us a mm. thoughtfulness in the background yeah. of maybe what we learned or just who we met. And I think the same can be said for this, this kind of platform. Well, thanks, Anna. Thank you so much. Okay. Well, thanks listeners for tuning in. Remember to subscribe, rate, review, share with a friend. 
wherever you listen to your podcast. If you're watching us on YouTube, thank you for spending two episodes of time with us. And I I feel like, you know, Anna, you're going to be back. So, and we'll be glad to have you. Looking forward to it. Thanks, Rachel. Thank you for joining me this week. I hope this episode met you where you were at and it's given you your own clarity on steps forward for how you get there. Wherever and whatever that is, it is important and your dreams matter. I would love to hear what you think of this episode and how you get there. You can connect with me personally via email at howyougetthere at gmail.com Or you can find me at Rach Ross Denson on Instagram, TikTok, and all other social media platforms. If you love how you get there, I have a favor to ask. Will you share this episode with a friend and take a few seconds to follow, rate, and review how you get there wherever you listen to your podcast? Please know you are playing a part in making my dream come to life. And for that, I am so grateful. Don't forget, if where you want to go in the future involves a home loan, I would love to help you. Find me on Instagram at Rachel Denson underscore MLO to learn all about mortgages from my videos or use the link in the bio to schedule a one-on-one consultation with me. I hope to see you back here next week where we'll keep talking all about how you get there.